It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. How has the Dallas Cowboys rookie class looked so far in training camp practices? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms and today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Uh, check him out on Twitter at McCoolBC. He's also at Cowboys Camp. Landon, how's it going, sir? Good. Uh, you know, uh, on my way home from uh, the last day of camp, uh, I've got my uh, my. Media band still. I still have my my cards. All these things will will uh, be thrown into a closet as souvenir. My wife will eventually yell at me to clean it out. Um, but I, I have I have fresh takes, and they yes. will stay fresh. Uh, you know, I guess until the season starts, probably. All right. So we've got a lot of notes from Friday and Saturday practice that we want to yeah. get through. Uh, but I want to just talk about the the top three draft picks for the Cowboys so far. Who these guys have all been in all the padded practices. What let's start with Tyler Smith, the Cowboys' first round pick. What have you seen from him so far in practice? I mean, so far he's on track to hopefully have a really good season. I mean, I, I think you know, I feel confident that just based on where we've seen so far, that he's uh, on his way to becoming the starter full time. I mean, he's right now he's rotating in with Connor McGovern, but it's it's clear who the better player is without a doubt. <laughs> and and we have to remind ourselves that at this point they're still doing installs. So it's 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 very much a learning process. I think once it's time to start reordering things and getting the reps ready for the season, I think Tyler Smith's going to start taking the lion's share of that. And he's been outstanding out there. He's uh, he's been uh, very uh, improved in his technique. I mean, you're still seeing it sometimes. His hands will slip; they'll get a little bit outside, but it's still, you know, it's not like egregious like we saw saw at right. times with Tulsa. And then what you've seen is his incredible athleticism and his power. 
Um, you know, in the run game, he's been just a really powerful force, moving guys off the line. Um, and, and, you know, uh, the pass game, we haven't seen enough. That's where I want to see some more of him in pass protection. But <clears throat> I saw today in, in practice, uh, he, he, you know, Zeke had that long screen touchdown, and that was all Tyler Smith, uh, you know, getting out in front of his man and just bullying him and, and, and creating a huge hole for Zeke to get through. So, so I mean, it's it's what all three of these guys fall into the category of, okay, so far so good, like, but we got to see more. Yeah, Tyler Smith reminds me a little bit of, you know, young Lyle Collins playing that same left guard spot, right? So big, so powerful, but much more athletic than you would uh, think. You know, you get him out in space, uh, he can be a nightmare for opposing defenses. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Sam Williams, who I saw make a couple tackles for a loss uh, during Saturday's practice. What have you seen from Williams? Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, just to back up a little bit with Sam Williams, like I, I think – you know, coming in, we all envisioned a guy that, you know, is an explosive pass rusher type, you know, and, and usually with those guys, you're like, well, it is, it's going to take them some time to kind of be a two-way player or, you know, it's the other way, right? They're like a really good run defender. They got to like learn how to, learn how how to, to rush, the passer. Know, yeah. rush the passer. I can't get over how uh, strong this kid is, like just oh, really, God. really strong. And and besides obviously being explosive and, and, and you know, obviously the fastest defensive end, uh, as long as we're not counting Micah Parsons. Um, I, I think he's got really incredibly strong, like, grip strength and, like, mm-hmm. and, and just power. Like, he's able to get off blocks really well uh, in both the run and, and, and the pass rush. I mean, again, uh, very much heavily into this, okay, like, we're trying to temper excitement here, but, but I, I, I mean – so far with him, it's been it, it, very good. Like he's, he's winning reps uh, and, and it's not, you know, kind of in a situation where uh, it's just like one-on-one, like he's in team and he's making plays. Um, and again, in both the pass and the run and, and for a young defensive end to be doing that against the ones and twos, um, it's pretty impressive. Of the three rookies that we're going to talk about, I think he's the most likely to have the biggest preseason, right? Because he's going to be playing against some, third and fourth string offensive tackles from, you know, Southwest Alabama state, right? Like these yeah. guys that just have never seen sec speed like this before. So I, man, I, I really anticipate him having a strong preseason. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I think, like I said, you know, we, it's the path that we all talk about. They got to perform in training camp and then they have to be able to take it up a notch in these, you know, and now it's not just preseason. It's these uh, joint practices between the other teams too, I think because those are very important. So they have to be able to take it up a level when it comes to the competitive periods with other teams versus other teams. Uh, And then, you know, obviously continue it. I think that's Mm -hmm. the thing that we, you know, we talked about as well, like being able to maintain it throughout the rest of camp, even when they get back to Dallas, um, that that's that's key for all these young players. Uh, and let's talk about wide receiver Jalen Tolbert, who missed a little bit of time during OTAs and mini camps, but back on the field, I saw he had a long touchdown on Saturday's practice. Um, how has Tolbert looked in the week of padded practices? I mean, look, I, I think we've been I've been pretty clear about how I feel about the, how the wide receivers have been out here. I, I, they, he's looked really, really good. I mean. Uh, he, they've been lining him up and moving him around a little bit. You see him as a Z mostly kind of coming across. I mean, he'll, he'll line up in the slot. I mean, they, they're kind of formationally doing all kinds of different things. Uh, and, and he just has, a, he's, he's just very uh, 
smooth, you know, and just like easy to get easy to get open. He stacks uh, DBs really well uh, when he get when he goes deep. He just has like a natural feel like how to get in front of them so they're chasing him. Um, and I think you know has shown an ability to uh, elevate and go get the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of that's the part of his game to me that reminds me of Gallup. You know, is that he has that kind of above the rim game that um, is 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 critical, I think, for some of these guys. Um, and he's just like, you know, I, outside of one drop that was, you know, it w- would have been a very difficult catch if he had made it. I, I haven't seen a lot of him, you know, making a lot of mistakes. And he's had a couple of really, really big days out here. And I think he had a pretty good day of practice today as well. So, uh, I, again, all three of these guys, it's not just coincidence. Like, all three of these guys fall under the category of, okay, we've seen we've seen what we hope to see from people, from three rookies that are going to contribute to this team this year. Like, this is what it would look like at this point in camp. But what we need to see is, are they able to keep it up? Are they able to continue it? Are they able mm-hmm. to stay healthy? Uh, and are they able to, tra- you know, elevate at each stage, elevate to competitive preseason joint practices, elevate to the, 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 the actual dress rehearsal preseason game, if they do that. And, and then, and then, you know, could be able to continue and maintain all the way through the preseason. All right. We're going to talk about some other players who had strong performances on Saturday's practice, because that was Friday. They had a, like a walkthrough or a mock game. Saturday was an actual full practice. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you are living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Uh, Dave is the banking app. They can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's talk about the wide receivers, Landon, because I know you are very optimistic about some of the veteran receivers on this team. I'm maybe a little bit more pessimistic. I still think the Cowboys need to go out there and sign a veteran uh, just because this happens, right? We see guys have strong weeks and then they kind of fall off when the season gets here. Um, But what have you thought about Noah Brown? Hoku and some of these other veteran players well I mean I think your stance there is is fair you know that that like you know eventually these guys if they fall off you need to you need to make sure that you have a veteran presence there 
my hypothesis is that I I don't see any signs of these guys falling off. That's that's the issue I've seen is that consistently, day in day out, while I was here, these all all these wide receivers on some on some level, maybe less Turpin, but I mean he's been exciting for kind of different reasons, right? But, I think he has a very set role. I I, I don't yeah. anticipate the Cowboys using him much like a traditional receiver. No, but I mean, yeah, he's part of the room. So, but yeah. but yeah, outside of that kind of exception, uh, you know, Tolbert, uh, who we just talked about, and then Simi Fahoku and Noah Brown. I, I mean, I think maybe especially Noah Brown, but really Simi Fahoku has, has had his uh, uh, just as many incredible plays and, and stuff that he's done have just really just shown up. And and really, uh, uh, no matter what the competition, they've been winning uh, and and making plays. They clearly have some sort of role for both of these guys. Um, and I Quick think question. That, do you think do you think Fahoku is an absolute lock to make the fifty three? I I mean, I he's a draft pick, and he's like he's done absolutely nothing that's made me want to cut him. Like well, so far, I thought last year like. He was so far behind, right? Like he, yeah. he just wasn't ready to play. But they kept him on the fifty-three. I, I, I kind of feel like when you're going into year two, you need to show some like big improvements and take some big steps. And it seems like he's done that so far. He's he's this year's Terrence Steele. I was thinking about that as I was driving. To me, he's hmm. this year's Terrence Steele in the sense that this guy got so much better between last year and this year. It's it's incredible. Like I mean, and and. You know, because before what it was is that, like, he was this guy with all these tools, but, like, he doesn't look – he never played or looked like a guy that – He didn't had look athletic, tools. right? Yeah. yeah. That's what – that that has started to finally show, show up. I, I think adding some weight, um, you know, added some oomph to his game and, and some momentum, and, and I think he's able to – uh, get off the line a lot easier than he had been in the past, and that allows him to show his speed a lot better. So – uh, I, you know, I think, um, you know, look, and, and, and everyone's <laughs> bombing on digs for that, that rep against, against Fahoku. Uh, I mean, again, the one thing I think you can pull away from that rep is that was a nice release he had, you know, and, and it was an offline scrimmage, but I mean, you could, it shows you, he's a bigger guy who's still working with really, with really kind of clean releases. And, and that's like a new thing for him. So um, I think him and, and look, Noah Brown, I mean, just he's been all over the place. He's been catching. He's been having huge days each, each, each day. Basically, uh, every it seems like every day he has a big catch. Like uh, more than CD Lamb. I mean, because CD Lamb hasn't made like you know amazing one-handed grabs. He's just or been like, consistent. He's which, just been consistently scoring touchdowns. And but like, frankly, you know. that's what they need more than the big yeah. plays. Like we saw the yeah. big plays last year. The problem was they they needed him to be more consistent take the consistency all day if it means less highlight plays right and and brown i think has been the guy that you've seen like elevating to go up and get a catch diving to the sideline to make a, a catch uh you know secure the ball during team um so and, and and look again like noah brown is not some unknown commodity like he's been on the team for six years he's he's caught passes i was shocked to learn that he hadn't scored at least a no. touchdown right uh, yeah so I think that there is some there is some security in thinking that you know this is a different looking Noah Brown not only physically but but I think talent wise uh, it feels like he's grown quite a bit so I just wanted to talk about like 
I don't I, – I think if the Cowboys if, – if these guys – and then we have to mention Houston. Like, Dennis Houston, uh, again, I, I think they would love to move Dennis Houston off the first team and get some of these other guys some more reps. But he has not done one bad thing since he's been here. He, he, he took that X spot, and then he's consistently, like, done everything the way that he's supposed to do it. And so it's I think it's been hard for them to kind of – take some of those snaps away promote him can, right yeah because he consistently does he, they put him out here and he consistently does what he's supposed to he makes he made another incredibly tough catch today in uh in, in uh, 11 on 11s where Dak needed to escape and had to thread the needle inside and, and you know he's a smaller guy thin thinner guy and was able to secure the catch and, and convert the first down and so all right here, uh, here's what i want you to do with the receivers i, I yeah. want you to rank the top five receivers not based on hey how you think it's going to go into week one but just based on how they've done in training camp practices so far. So obviously CeeDee Lamb is at number one. Who's at number two for you? Um, I think, I mean, it's just, just based on how I, I just think based done on practice. practices. Yep. So I would say like it's CeeDee Lamb, Noah Brown, Jalen Tolbert, um, Fahoku, I think Brown, Tolbert, and Fahoku have been kind of very close. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Houston is actually on, uh, on the, the back end of it, but only because he hasn't been flashy, but he's just been consistently Consistent. good. I've seen flashes from the other guys. Houston, it's like, it's just, he, he's reliable, you know? Do you, and the one receiver we haven't mentioned yet, TJ Vasher. Like, I, I, we've yeah. seen really big highlight plays from him. But is he still just not consistent enough to to crack that top five? Well, I mean that's the thing, right? Like he's made a couple of he made a couple of really big uh, like one handed catches early, and I think he has utility because of his you know size in a way that maybe some of these other guys don't. Um, but he just hasn't like I, I haven't just noticed him as a receiver the way I've noticed the other guys, sure. which is surprising because you know he we, he was a guy that like we like we said shown early and we thought maybe we'd see more of him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is having a really great camp and I, I just haven't had a chance to yeah. notice him as much yet, you know? So I, I gotta, I'll have a whole new set of information once I get home with all these videos that I took and like <laughs> rewatch all of everything. So. And, and it wouldn't surprise me either Landon. Like we get to the preseason game next week and it's Dontario Drummond that catches seven passes for 70 yards. I mean, we're again, talking about on Monday, right? Uh, Another guy that that's had a, I mean, just came back and has already been incre- incredibly solid. Like you know, obviously doing the wide receiver things. Look, uh, you know, there's so many camps that you come in and these guys are running the wrong route, or like you know they can't catch anything, or uh, you know that's normal. Like, but that hasn't happened really. Even when I they feel like that in- was a personal shot about me and John Van Johnson, but that's okay. I'll let it slide. No, nah, it was not actually, but I mean, I, you know, I, I think the guilt there probably tells you something, right? Uh, uh, no, but I think, look, I, I, I think that it's just been, they've been a very clean room so far. And and, and even a guy like Drummond who come, comes off the a pup list, right, uh, has been uh, reliable so far, made makes night catches, and then also has the flexibility to play running back because he's been playing running back because we've had some running backs on the COVID list. And I saw him bust a lot bust a uh, uh like a 15 20 yard run uh, up the middle and so yeah 
it's it's been a pretty impressive group you know despite all of our panic over it which again i'm not saying is unwarranted that's what i think that's what's crazy about it. i'm sorry this last thing i think that's what's crazy about it is that in i'm holding both these ideas the cognitive dissonance of i'm nervous about this wide receiver core and i can't get over how good this wide receiver core is like as far as like down roster wide receiver it, it, you know, and that's why the quality. michael gallup injury is so tough because i feel like yeah if it, exactly if, if it's a healthy cd lamb and a healthy michael gallup going into the season you feel great about your one and two and now you absolutely love the depth of hey noah brown's back to being our number four receiver fantastic and now we've got five guys competing for the number five receiver spot and i think we do need to look at this like long term right I would think yes. by week eight, assuming nothing else major happens, they don't have any more injuries. There's not a setback in Michael Gallup's rehab. There's a chance by week eight, we're like, oh, do you remember back in August when we were worried about the receivers? Like, that might be something we don't even think about. Just like we do every year, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's possible. I, I mean, th- this year's wide receivers is last year's defensive tackle class, or, you know, or like. To, to, be, to be fair, though, they're, they're still, I think by week eight, they could be perfectly fine and better than five they could be in one of the top 10 units in the league but there's still a chance week one two and three are really rough for them right because you're still you're you're banking on one receiver and a bunch of udfas basically it's that's and that's what makes the situation so fascinating right is that uh, there's easily an argument that you can be made that can be made that says uh you know, if you can just survive till Gallup, let's say Gallup comes back week three or, 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 you know, week four, if you can survive those first few games with the group that you've got, which, you know, they're teetering on that line of being good enough. We have to see uh, again with Denver, blah, 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 chargers. Uh, but like, if they can survive that, then, you know, they don't need to go get a veteran. That, that'd be a huge waste of money to go get a veteran wide receiver who also, mm-hmm. you know, would take up a roster spot and maybe not even be, something you want by the end of the year, you want to play these younger guys. Um, but it, that's quite a gauntlet to go through yeah. without a, a, a sure thing as your wide receiver too. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's really is like a fascinating, difficult kind of math. I think of what they're going to do because you can easily convince yourself, Hey, let's go sign one of these guys and spend the money. It, it's a lot of money. You're guaranteeing sure. his contract before week one. Um, but, you know, are you willing to gamble a little bit and take a long-term view and, and, and see if you can get by with some of these kind of young, unproven guys? We'll see. I, I think we need to have more training camp to kind of see, but I understand why they're not necessarily rushing out to go get a wide receiver yet unless it's the right situation. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about some other players that stood out in Saturday practice. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from uh, live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes – It's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part 
of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, all right, a couple other players that had strong practices on Saturday. I'm just going to say the name. You gave me a couple of lines on what you saw. Uh, Anthony cool. Brown. I mean, just just been incredible. Just continued off what from what where he was uh, uh, last year. Uh, just really just had a great camp. Last year was not a fluke. J. Ron Curse. Uh, really started to come on these last few practices, had an incredible practice, uh, including a, a pick six on a tip that from Leighton Van Der Esch. Um, and uh, it, I just want to throw out, he's the clear leader of this defense. Uh, and there's just so many times when I'm seeing him pull guys aside or he's encouraging crazy. guys. Crazy. He understands every aspect of the defense really well. Uh, I mean, what, what a great signing the Cowboys got with him. Demarcus Lawrence, I think he had at least two sacks in team period yeah, today. Yeah, he yeah he's uh, he's given Terrence Steele some problems, and 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 that you know it's good. Like let Terrence Steele work against one of the best uh, pass rush move experts, you know, and let, let him kind of see that because it's a, I think that's where Terrence needs to grow. But back to Terrence, Demarcus Lawrence, he's looks really thin. He looks really slim. They're not having to overwork him at all because he's being able to rotate in with a bunch of other guys that they trust at times. Um, and I, I just, I'm excited for DeMarcus Lawrence this year. I really am. I, I think if he, you know, it can stay healthy and, and have a full off season with, without not having to deal with anything else. Um, he's, he looks great. Uh, I, I just, I, 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 I have a feeling that he is going to have a big year. Yeah. That's a, Poor Terrence Steele. You go against the Marcus Lawrence on one neck rep, and then the very next you get Micah Parsons rushing. Oh, oh yeah. God. It's, it's tough. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch. He's had a really good camp, too. I, I, I think, you know, it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, he had a really bad year after his rookie year, and we just kind of cratered in our belief of this guy. Um, but he's such a smart player and he's, he's big and he's physical. He's, he's a different kind of linebacker, but I think it gives you options to do different kind of things. So uh, I think the Cowboys are being smart by having a, a, a bigger group of linebackers to kind of let them play to their strengths. When you let Leighton Van Der Esch play to his strengths, uh, I think he does good things. I think he showed that today with that tip pass. That was a pick six. Uh, Jonathan Garby or Garvey, are they the kicker from Texas tech? Get him out here. It's it's just time. Like, it, just get rid of him. Let's go get another young kicker maybe to try out. I, look, I'm on board with getting a younger guy because I think those are the only – that's the only way you get a truly good kicker is that you you develop a young guy. And I understand why they want a gar, Garbe or whatever. But, I mean, look, a whole week of being like 50% at field goals is like not great, Bob. Um, so, 
yeah, I think you just you, you got to go get some a different someone for kicking, so another another person for competition. Uh, and last one, Ezekiel Elliott. Do you want to hear about this one? I do because I actually saw him have a really nice. Um, they were doing one-on-one drills with linebackers, and he had a really nice reception down the field that I saw. And then they were in team drills that they did. Like he like motioned in from the right side, kind of cut across the formation, caught a, a pass out in the flat, turned it upfield for a touchdown. I just thought he had a nice. That day. was a, that was the screen I was talking about. Yeah, okay. I think the the yeah that was. That yeah, he motioned well. in, and then they ran a screen. Excuse me. Yep. Yeah. So. He looks like he did last year, I think. I mean, he's the speed is is back to a certain degree. He's like, look, I mean, I think since he's lost that weight, was well, two years now, or I guess one year ago. Uh, I would have no idea yeah. about that stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm sure you don't have a uh, uh, some sort of tracking device on his weight. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's been look at all these practices. He's been able to get to the corner and turn it still. Like so, he's gotten he's still back to that kind of level of quickness. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, we see uh, more of early season last year's Zeke because that was when you yeah. got both him and Pollard going, man, and the, and the offensive line the run game is blocking back where it needs to be. It just makes things so much easier for, for the pass game. A good example of that is a Chargers game week two. That's when exactly. I think both – because remember, Pollard actually had an injury at the end of the year that cost him a game, right, where mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't healthy. But I think that week two is where you saw both guys kind of at their peak. It would be nice if they could both you know, do that for a long period of time this season. We'll see. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen to uh, uh, today. We want to tell you guys about Locked On Fantasy Football. We should make it your second listen. Uh, Vinny Iyer does a fantastic job over there. He brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football today. You can follow Locked On Cowboys wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. You guys know by now. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Can always have a practice on Monday? I'm sure we'll talk about it then. See you guys later. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.